0: All right, welcome to the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast, episode 23, Dexter Henry here with Brian Fonseca. We have a special guest, good friend of mine, Michelle Yu of SNY Sportsnet, New York, for those who do not know. Michelle,
1: how are you doing?
2: I'm good, thank you so much for having me. This is exciting.
1: It is exciting, I I think it's exciting. Oh, of course. Our first first guest of uh, Asian American descent. Oh, wow. We
0: always try to let people know the first that they are when they come on the show. So, you were the first. Well, so, thank you. Welcome. I
2: feel so honored.
0: There you uh, <laughs> yes. Michelle, for 10 years, has been a reporter, uh, anchor, host for Sportsnet New York. Uh, I think I've known her all 10 years. <laughs> She's done that, which makes us old. Wait, let me ask you a question no. before yes. you continue. Okay.
2: Am I your only Asian friend?
0: Is that why you asked me? No. No, 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 no. But <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> But you know what? I ask people that when it comes to like people asking me for something, and I'm like, am I your only black friend right. You gotta check him. You gotta let him. I g go, sure. I gotta ask. You gotta ask. You know what I'm saying? You are, you are not. You are not. <laughs> no. And if you, you were, th-
2: that would be okay too, because I like you. But I just <laughs> no. had to I just have to check with you. You're not at
1: the top of his list. Keep it Okay. You were definitely, okay. you were, you
0: were definitely <laughs> at the top of my list. And uh Om <laughs> um, Young was Suck, who we need to get on to, um,
2: Oh, love saying? Omi. Omi's, Omi's
0: fantastic. Omi's the homie, yeah. and he's a big hip-hop head, so... I've, oh, yeah. I've been, t- yeah right I've, I've been telling Omi... We're going to get to that soon, because I just,
1: I just had, like, a freaking... Vision. I don't know, you had a vision. Yeah, a vision. Okay. Right okay. before a we got started. But, but we what, have visions. We I like to. that. It happens. We have okay. visions. So,
0: yeah. But you are not the only Asian friend, okay. just, just so you know. Well, we're clarifying just that. Just so we okay. clarify that. Uh, okay. Michelle, you've worked at SNY for over 10 years. There's a lot of work you've done. Tell people how you got... To work in I know the story, but how would you get to work in there, so why?
2: Um, you know, it's, it's really cliche to say, you know, it's a, it's a dream come true, yeah. but it, it, it kind of really is because, you know, you and I have talked about it, about this before, Dex. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Bronx kid. I grew up in the Bronx, and uh, my parents are, you know, Hong Kong immigrants, and mm-hmm. they came here wanting me to have, you know, a better life just like other immigrants do. My grandmother raised me while they went to work. And I've always loved sports and I've loved television and I've always wanted to be, you know, a sportscaster ever since I was like 10. He like, knew. I knew. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because in eighth grade, like when you get those little autograph books, like wishing people what I they're going to, you know, right. what they're going to do with the rest of the life. From fifth grade. You remember those books? <laughs> yeah. Um, where you fold yeah, and, you know, you all that. that? I remember I um, yep. I saw it like a couple of years ago. I found it in my parents' house and... All these people were saying, good luck being a sportscaster one day. Wow. Really? And I was like.
1: Did you Instagram it?
2: Emotional. I should. I, <laughs> I didn't think about that. But I should Instagram it. But isn't that so crazy? Like, that was something in my mind I'm, sto-
0: I'm stopping you there because that also correlates to me in middle school and knowing that. Do you feel that people knew your passion for sports then? Like, everybody else could see it around you?
2: I did. Like, when I was in high school, so I went to an all-girls high school in uh, the Bronx called Ursula Academy, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I was a huge Michael Jordan fan growing up. Big Bulls fan. Sorry, I know you're a Nick (laughs) fan. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) I still love Michelle despite that. You know, um,
2: but I used to, like, get into heated discussions with, like, girls at school who were big Nick fans, and Mm -hmm. true story, I did not go to school two times because... The bulls beat the Knicks and I didn't want to hear the the crap
0: they were gonna give wait, me.
1: Wait but what, what if what if they didn't go because they didn't want to hear you because, because
0: you that's what had... that's what I did. My mom, my mom was like, You're still going to school.
1: <laughs> I still have to walk into the school yard so then... wait, that's a question. how you how you tell did you tell your parents or did oh, you just, like, like my Did you parents... act like you were sick?
2: Yeah, I was like, yeah, I don't feel I'm not going to go to school. Oh, and man. my mom was like, all right, fine, whatever. No, she she's like, you're you're tired because you stayed up all late watching the Bulls in the Knicks game. And I was like, yeah, I am, but that's not really the reason why. But no one really knows that until I mean, I guess now people know it. But I, I never. Would Sorry, have
0: this. I never would have thought there was somebody who was a Bulls fan who didn't want to go to school because they were one yeah. and didn't want to hear from the Knicks fans. Me, I was suffering as a Nick fan. I didn't want to go to schools because I didn't want to face the Bulls fans in but, school.
1: They used to wait for me in the schoolyard when I came in. They used to oh, wait to jump on with me with their yeah.
2: Bulls hat, their oh, yeah. jersey. You, oh yeah. yeah, they were oh, all yeah. over the place.
1: But you know, Nick fans are persistent. You know how they are. It doesn't how? matter you win must. or lose.
0: See, the, I, shut I shut up. The I shut up. I did a lot of shutting up. When y'all
1: are the worst team in the league, the next year you're winning the championship. That's in the minds of you guys. See,
0: you know what? Michelle, we've spoken about this before. I'm not a delusional Nick fan. I defend that all the time. There are delusional Nick fans. We, yes. Many. Not saying anything disparaging against Nick fans. We know they exist in every fan base. Um, a lot of them. I did good. not know you went through that pain. That's an I did.
2: I did go through that pain, and I actually didn't go to my high school prom because what? I scalped tickets with my cousin to go see a Knicks Bulls game to see Jordan play at um, MSG.
0: That's not a bad reason to not go to your high school prom. I, yeah, I don't regret it. Proms To This, day. Prom's to this o- day,
2: I don't regret it. Proms
0: overrated. You don't regret it at all. No,
2: see, I don't regret it at all because I got to see Michael Jordan play at MSG. That yeah. is
0: an interesting story. That's, yeah, that's better than a prom.
2: I think so, yeah. prom is forgettable, did, that is, yeah. is not forgettable. How
0: much did Jordan have in that, drop in that game, do you remember?
2: I don't remember, he had a good game, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't the double nickel game, I think it was just oh, another that game, that would have been great, yeah, <laughs>
0: Thank God. by the way, that <laughs>
2: game, my favorite quote was Bill Weddington saying, yeah, MJ and I combined for 57 points. Yes, I remember that quote, <laughs> that I remember
0: was that. was my favorite. You know, I remember going to school next day, reading that in the daily news, you guys buy that every day to go to school, and I remember reading that and being like, you, Bill Winnington. I know. Huh. That's I not what you wanted to say. <laughs> no, nah, I was gonna say that. Plus, I didn't clean him out at that time anyway. But I was
1: like, God. <laughs> no, exactly. really Bill Winnington?
2: Really? Well, I'm sorry, Dex, to say that the only great fond memories that you have is Stark dunking on Jordan. That's Ooh. the poster that's there, and you'll always have that. Memory. We got into
1: the sooner than parents' expected. <laughs> we got into <laughs> yes. the sooner than I expected. You know? Also, well, you right. read that in a newspaper. I just wanted to take time to kind of commemorate that for a second. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Are you trying to say you trying to call me old? No, I'm trying to say words. <laughs> like we don't if you're the,
2: calling Dexel, you're calling me old.
1: I, I'm not saying that. <laughs> there I'm we go. Saying, there we go. I'm just saying, as somebody who writes for a newspaper now, I'm glad to hear that because you know they don't really exist. Well, yeah. I anymore. Michelle, <laughs> and I, Michelle and I
0: both say the love. That's how my love of sports was. I just always got to need. I read about sports every day, even after the Knicks lost. A lot I of time
2: remember <laughs> I would read the Chicago Tribune. So that was, the internet wow. was just starting. Oh, <laughs> the man. internet was just beginning. <laughs> you were reading on dial-up. I was reading on dial-up on my AOL account. (laughs) Um, I would read Bonnie Bernstein and and watch Craig Sager. May he rest in peace, like, all the games that, you know, they did. And um, I would just read up on it. I would bring those articles, print them, bring them to school, and I would sit in the back of the class and read them while I was in history class. That was my life, too. True story.
0: That was my life, too. I don't want want to get off that. I want to get back into um, us talking about uh, your career, because I kind of hijacked yeah, sorry, you with that. sorry, sorry. But yeah, you know, obviously, you talked about the, you know, you being inspired to do to do it and be a journalist going on. Um, just tell me what next okay. came from you out of the Yeah, book.
2: so I always wanted, you know, to do this. So I went to uh, I went to college. I went to Manhattan College in Riverdale. And um, I went there. Uh, was a sports editor of the of the paper. I knew that was my route. Mm. I tell every college kid this. I don't care if you're a sassy millennial or if mm. you're you so know um, just starting. <laughs> um, but an internship is the biggest key to anything you want to do in the business. Mm. So being that I was in New York, I said, you know what? I'm here with access to like all these stations and and all these networks you got to do internships. So I did like five internships when I was in school. Like I interned at MSG. I interned at CBS. I interned at NBC News. I I, um, worked at New York One. And and, um, I just did a lot of um, free work for these (laughs) networks. Um, And it finally paid off. It was very cool. You know, I, I got to you know, meet Al Roker, when, you know, I was doing stuff for the Today Show, and, and Tom Brokaw, and it, was, it was really cool. Um, but I knew that that would help me, you know, one day get somewhere. I mean, I, I wasn't in sports, but it was. it's all weaving in to, you know, how yeah. you uh, meet people, and how you network, and how you know all that stuff. So I did, I did that, and then um, I joined the Asian American Journalism Association, mm. um, and I met Michael Kim, who um, is an Asian pioneer um, yes, sportscaster, he
1: yes, he and
2: uh, he's been my mentor for years. And and he um, introduced me to some people who were um, opening up college sports television, which is now CBS Sports CBS Network. CBS Sports Network, yep. So I, at the time, was um, writing for the Journal News um, in Westchester. I was covering high school football games, field hockey, like you know, I don't know, the putt-putt tournaments in Westchester County. I don't, he, if it was there, I covered it. Um, it was really sad because I graduated school and I started that job, and my parents were very concerned about me because I was making, like, $10 an hour mm-hmm. and working at night, watching The Price is Right and Days of Our Lives in the morning with my <laughs> grandmother, and then, like, at night I would go to work, like, from 5 to, like, midnight, like, updating agates. Like, you know, on on the paper, you know, and getting phone calls calls. like, oh, what's the score of, you know, (laughs) this game of Scarsdale High School, you know. And so I did all that, and then I evolved that, um, that evolved into me working at Sports Illustrated for Kids, where I was an editorial assistant. So I I would fact check, like, Mm. like, it was so tedious. Like, I would fact check articles and cross every letter out with a red pen and I mean, I think I made a ton of mistakes because, like, I was just bored. Like, I, like they, like you would have to like fact check Shaquille O'Neal's name wrong. I probably was like, yeah, it's S H A K, not
0: S-H-A-K. You know? I thought you were gonna say Shazam. Or you know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um So I did that, and then Michael Kim introduced me to people over at College Sports, and I uh, dove into television.
0: That's how you got in there. That's how I got into television, mm-hmm. and
2: I was a production assistant. Like there, I was a researcher. And then from there, um, that's where I did my work. Someone recommended me to uh, do high school sports, uh, do packages for Time Warner Cable Sports. Mm. Um, It's the same place, which I have to uh, point out, that Kevin Burkhart, Maggie Gray, Mm -hmm. came out of. Um, And we did packages, we worked the whole day, and got paid $25 the whole day.
0: This this was this time Warner in Staten Island?
2: Yes. No, yes. but New Jersey.
0: In Jersey. Okay. Yes. I was I was I was just cuz I, yes. I I do remember you telling me about that opportunity years ago. Yes. And I was doing some stuff with Time Warner in Staten Island at the time. So yeah. And see, this is good for people to know and hear, because right. you know, one both of us we both went from print mm-hmm. to video. Right. Um we both had that transition. Um Brian is sort of in the same place in his career too. Um but it's interesting to see that there's a whole bunch of ways you can get to Absolutely. where you need to go. Yeah. All right, so you got you're getting paid twenty five dollars an hour. <laughs> you're like
2: not an hour, not a, a day. A day, no, no. Not yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> that I mean, would have been, been great. I had a joke about that, but I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. piss off some people. So I'm just no, I mean it
2: was it was working for the real is is mm. what I was doing. And mm. you know, I That's my true. advice for you know people nowadays is like you guys have it so much easier. You have a phone now, and you can make yourself a reel. Like we had mm-hmm. to find ways to get it done. We were paid twenty-five dollars a day. You had to do a package. There was deck to deck editing. Yeah, I remember like, that. Like you most know, you yeah. Most did people you turn don't. the wheel. Yeah, and then press like this is the exact second that you're gonna cut the video. Mm-hmm. So I did that on the weekends while doing my research job at CSTV. Luckily, I did that for four months, and then the New, uh, new York One position opened up to mm-hmm. be um, a bureau uh, sports reporter where I would cover high school sports in Jersey and Staten Island. Um, and that evolved. and I, they allowed me to anchor some new stuff you know for Staten Island and New Jersey. And, um, and then I was there for four years. and then I auditioned at SNY. Um, I auditioned at a lot of places, but SMI was the only one that I like did really well on the audition. Which is so funny because I auditioned in Boston. Like they flew me out to um, Nesson in Boston, oh, really? oh. and um, I auditioned there. I screwed up Clay Buchholz's name, so that didn't they get me like, the nope. job. They were like, "No." Um, you so know they
1: take that seriously in Boston. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So,
2: but what's so funny about the journey though is that. You go to Boston, right, and it's like, they fly you up there, you feel so great, Mm -hmm. and then you audition at SNY, but it's New York, and you did well, so, and I did well there, so I I felt like this connection with New York, just like, you know what, this is where you are. Like, this is where you belong, you know, and um, I was really thankful for that. And the rest is history, I've been at at SNY for 10 years. 10
1: years, years, SNY. I have a couple of questions, actually. So one, They kinda don't relate to one another. So I'm just ask this one first. Uh you mentioned that, you know, it's different now in terms of like just getting out there and it's kind of like easier for us because like, yeah, we have phones and things like that. Um, my question is, is it quite easier in terms of like because now there's a lot of I guess competition you would say. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of people, like there are people who shouldn't be at certain (laughs) places, and it's easier for them to get there because now More than ever, popularity is more important than actually being good at what you do. Right. And that'll get you to some places. So I feel like while it was difficult back then, I feel like it's also difficult now because now it's like more cluttered because anybody could just kind of pick up a phone and claim that they're a video journalist, a print journalist, whatever the case may be. So I just want to get your thoughts on that, like um, the difficulties in somebody doing it now, because I feel like not that it's easier or harder, but it's just different. And it's just a different world that we all have to adapt to that. We're all learning now,
2: I definitely think that the industry has changed um, mm. I, I feel um, now everything is based on how many followers you have you know how many tweets you pop out mm-hmm. in a day and yeah. how your opinion you know whatever opinion you have has to be more bold and more sassy than the other and that gets <laughs> more attention right. and yeah. you know whatnot um, i I don't have you know anything bad to say about the industry evolving because I think it brings out, you know, new exciting things that, you know, we didn't have before. Mm-hmm. But my only thing I would say to that is you need to have the foundation of journalism and what you want to do. I, I do feel journalism nowadays is a bit lost because yeah, I so feel people I now are all about social media, Instagramming, InstaStory, um, Snapchat, all that stuff. And, you know, if it's like they care more about being in a Knicks locker room than they do about getting sound and hearing what they say and saying what happened in the game, and mm-hmm. and I feel that's a little bit lost. I'm a little disappointed by that, um, and I'm I'm a little disappointed by oh well, how many likes did I get for taking a picture of me in the Knicks locker room that you know I was here? Like you know, people are all about that yeah. now. But,
1: that but you awesome. and you don't see and you don't see for example like you see that, but you don't see. Where's your story? Right. Where's the rap report right. that you did? Where's yes. the video? Where's yeah, the package? Where's package?
2: What, what yeah, did you right. say? How yeah. was your delivery? Right. W- was your information good? Because you know when I started in the industry, it was it was all about the who, what, when, where, and why. Like you yeah. had Five to have. That was about
1: journalism. Yes, it was yeah. about
2: journalism, and if you didn't have that, you wouldn't make it in the business. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I am actually just so still very happy that I have that foundation. And my advice for you know the millennials, the new generation is. That's fine. You have all the social media stuff, but continue to have that foundation. Think about what's most important about journalism. Those are the things that make journalism journalism. You know, people want to hear news, but you know, the priority is obviously getting you know the proper news out there, not so much like oh I'm in the I'm in the scene. You yeah. know, and I think everything is about being in the scene. Um, so, I, my advice to kids is you know don't forget what you want to really do yeah. and accomplish. You want to tell a good story. You want to be a good storyteller because if you're a good storyteller, people, no matter how many followers you are, will respect mm-hmm. you.
0: Right. That, that's always what I accomplish yeah. too as a journalist. That's my thing. Is that if I'm a great storyteller, the rest will take care of itself. Yes. Um, so I, I tell Brian, I tell some of the other guys here that are producing and stuff, I struggle with that about Putting all my work out there, and I'm never trying to be super self-absorbed. Right. it's not really in me. It's like I let the work speak for itself. Yeah. Do you feel like that's something you have to balance as well too? Because you want to promote yourself. Yeah. And I know I always see like you know coming up on Sports Night, you'll show yeah, something yeah. or you'll highlight an outfit you have right, on. Or right. Right. So. And I'm all like, yeah, you got you. Ha- you almost have to do that now. Yeah, yeah you have. But to. you try to want to balance it with journalism. Of course. Do you struggle with yeah. that, or you feel like it's um, something that's easy I to do? I do
2: struggle with it sometimes. Like, I don't feel I need to take a picture of me every day and saying, <laughs> here, here's my outfit. I'm going to host a
1: show. Right. You know? I wasn't
0: trying to say Michelle does it
1: every day. No, <laughs> no.
2: Um, no, but I, you know, if it's, it's a fun project I'm working on, right. I mm-hmm. want people to know about it. There is a fine line, though, being yeah. mm-hmm. someone who thinks I'm being humble. And then someone who thinks I need to promote myself, and I in agree. this business, that goes hand in hand, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so I do feel that I try my best to promote what is professional and what I think people would be interested in seeing. Um, I mean, sometimes I do have nice dresses, so that's why I want to, um, you know, uh, Instagram my dress. But it's not every day, so right. <laughs> I feel like if that's appropriate, then I'll do that. But it is important. I. F- I feel so, though, share what mm-hmm. your work is, because that's the evolution, I think, in journalism.
1: And that, I, I make a, and not to cut you off, uh, because I want you to finish, because I feel like you're going to a special place, but I make an effort to do that, and we've talked about this before, like, yep. I'll go to an event. Like, today I was at a media workout for a fight Saturday. Uh, I've yet to post, but I'm going to post, like, some of the stuff that I have there, but I'm not going to, you know, do other things like other people would do.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely.
1: <laughs> to be politically correct about it. <laughs> yeah. No,
2: I mean, I just think it's important, you know, for you to understand, like, what viewers want to see, like, what, what you know, followers want to see. Mm. I mean, they, they want to see the, the behind-the-scenes stuff. I think that that's mm, something that social yeah. media now is great because you can take a picture in the Knicks locker room and, and show people this is what the place looks yeah. like, this is what happens at a game, you know, uh, this is how long I have to wait for <laughs>
1: Knicks players to come yeah. out after, <laughs> you know. Well,
2: you guys waiting. all know about that, right? Yeah, yeah we know um, th- that. <laughs> yeah, because
1: we're, we're, the, we're essentially the bridge from them to yes. their, you know the teams or whatever the yeah. case may be. Absolutely,
2: right. so I think that's really cool because yeah. as a sports fan, that's what I want to see. Yeah. You know, I, I want to know, um, you know, I do want to know what people say, though. I want to know what the players say. Absolutely. But I also want to know what the vibe is. You know, if they lose a game and they get blown out by 40, you know, is Jeff Hornacek yelling at them? Is is he, you know, what, what's the Are they all cussing in there? Like, what are they doing? Right. So you're nosy like that. You want to know <laughs> as a sports fan. So I feel that goes not just for, you know, the Knicks, but Rangers, you know, Yankees, Mets, you know, whatever have you
0: yeah no i i think that's good 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 discussion on journalism there we're going to take a break when we come back we're going to talk about michelle who's a huge foodie like myself Mm. and a series segment we can call on SNY that she has right now we're going to talk to her a little bit about that and some other stuff going on in the world of sports we'll talk more about that when we come back on the ain't hard to tell podcast what's up listeners you know sometimes how it can be hard just to get from point a to point b Now, when I have to get anywhere and I don't want to deal with the hassle of public transportation, it ain't hard to tell how I get around. I always make sure to use the best car service app in the game. I'm talking about Lyft. Lyft offers rides in minutes. All you have to do is download the Lyft app, request a ride, and you will be on your way quickly. Lyft is all about happy riders and happy drivers. Take a ride with them and you'll see why 9 out of 10 rides end up with a 5-star rating lyft always has amazing offers for new customers and i'm here to tell our listeners about a great offer today lyft is currently offering free ride credit to ain't hard to tell listeners if you are new to lyft then you are eligible and getting your credit is easy all you have to do is download the app and use the promo code Pod to unlock your free credit today ain't hard to tell who is the best car app service So use the code today and ride out loud with Lyft. The best new sports web series is here. It's from Backpack Broadcasting and it's called the Sports Walk. The Sports Walk is a series where diverse sports fans take a walk and share their views at the intersection of sports and society. The entire first season is now available on Backpack Broadcasting's YouTube channel and BackpackBroadcasting.com. See what other sports fans have to say about a variety of issues in the world of sports. Watch all 13 episodes from season one and take the sports walk today. All right, welcome back to the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Our guest today is Michelle Yu of SNY. She is an anchor reporter, uh, does some hosting for the UConn's men's pre and women's post game. Right. And she also has this great segment, uh, series we can call it, that's alcohol. Athletic appetites. Oh yeah, I'm... it's the it's the best sports cooking show out there. Nobody's doing Thank better. Thank you. Seriously, nobody's nobody's doing better. It's fantastic. We like it. I'm a foodie, so I'm always hungry when I'm looking at these segments, um, or t- gives me places I want to check out. Talk to us about that. How you got started doing it. How much fun it's been to do it? How much you're eating while you're doing oh it? Oh,
2: my God. Like, I feel I've gained five to ten pounds ever since I started that <laughs> segment because all I do is eat, but I'm not going to complain about it hey. because um, I'm a big foodie. I love to travel all over the world to, you know, eat good food. And we've talked about this, Dex, you know, yes. our love of eating. Um, and <laughs> now that I can incorporate food and sports together, is there anything better? Oh, I mean, true. it's I'm not amazing. I'm sure there is. Um, And what I love about this segment, other than tasting fantastic food around New York City, which is one of the culinary capitals of the world, I like to say, and proudly say, um, is that the athletes that come on and do these with me, Mm -hmm. they have so much fun, because I think food is such a common ground. Food is a universal um, subject that I think everyone can relate to, and everyone can really bond. And when you have these athletes in a kitchen with you, with an apron on, um, <laughs> even if you're asking them like the most tough question, I think it softens the blow because there's a piece of beef or something in front of them, and they're about to chop it, and you know, it, it, it makes it makes it more fun and personal. And and um, that's one of the things that I love about the segment. You know, I've I've done Larry Johnson. Um, was he was, guest. was yep. my first guest. First guest on yes. Athletic Appetites, and it
1: was a good start. he
2: was great. Like yeah. he was fantastic. I mean, growing up, loved watching Grandmama, and um, as long as he, I, I enjoyed him. I enjoyed him, um, you know, uh, and all that. And so it was so cool to like sit and eat with him. We made chicken and waffles, and. He's like, I don't really cook, but... So it was cool to see him kind of, like, maneuver himself in the kitchen, but then kind of spill the secrets. He said, Patrick Ewing was the biggest junk food eater. You give him a jack-in-the-box, and he'll eat it, like, you know, right away. He had no reservation just letting that go. It was great, Um, but it was just really fun. There was something fun to it because you don't just see these people as the legends that they are you see them as a human being who's in the kitchen hanging out with you cooking as if you're like making you know a nice thanksgiving meal because it's special you know, mm. and I really like that. I just recently did one with Sue Bird as well. Yeah, I got
1: to see that and
2: one. And Sue, we, we cooked uh, Russian food because Sue Bird played 10 That's years at in <laughs> Russia. <laughs> and, um, and she was just so great. Like, Sue's awesome. She's so cool, so down to earth. But she started talking about her time in Russia and. You know the, the vodka stories started coming out, and <laughs> it was it was it was awesome. You know it was great. She's like, yeah, there were so many times where I woke up and I mean I looked outside and was already you know the sun was out. You know yeah. <laughs> she she enjoyed herself in Russia, and and I think that's something you may not necessarily get. When you're in, um, you know, a buttoned-up studio, yeah. where yeah, it's a different vibe, right? yeah, it's yeah. A different vibe. and yeah. and I really love that vibe. I love, you know, the casual warmthness of that vibe, and and I, we just met, but you've known me for a while. I'm yep. I'm a very like. Outgoing person, and I love to. I'm very chatty, I love to chat with everyone. So, in a good way,
0: not in an annoying way, because there's
2: like a no,
1: there's annoying there, chatty there's, where it's like, get away. We chatty. talked about balance earlier, there's a balance to that as well. Yes,
2: <laughs> yes. Um, hopefully, you think I'm normal. No,
1: normal. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't be here, if you
2: were. <laughs> but I that's that's what I love about it, and I love you know, bonding with them and having sports conversation with them while they're eating, and I think that there's a, a genuine um, connection when
0: you eat with these athletes. Now, I'll let you go one quick. I know how much you love food, and I think one of the last times actually we saw each other, we were at um, the Taste of Tennis, which is a great event that they have every year, before the US Open. Am I correct? It's always before the US Open. Anybody who hasn't gone, you must go. I have not gone. Like you must go. go. The last time I was there, I was there this summer. (laughs) Yeah, Michelle and I, Michelle and I were there. Michelle, me, you, and your husband. we we were there and we're talking about all the great food and and drinks that they have there. Too fantastic. Tying all that because you've also traveled a lot. Yeah. So tying all that in, and now you're doing the show. What's the most interesting dish you've had to make on the show with an athlete?
2: Well, that's a really interesting question I mean some athletes don't like to get their hands dirty too much mm. they just they just want to touch something and say I made it oh, <laughs> um, I would say you know what John Franco Mets Hall of Famer John Franco, John Franco. he um, who by the way is, is a true native New Yorker till the guy. end true right he's, yep. he's fantastic um, he was very into making Italian food with me. We uh-huh. we made a pizzas. Um, if you if you go on the SNY website you can see this. I am horrible pizza maker because I punched a hole into the dough. Oh no. Meanwhile, John was able to toss that up, spin it around and make it look great. He was like, This is what I do. Yeah, he was like, This is what I do. Um, <laughs> So um, he was great, and he got into making, uh, we made a cacio pepe risotto, Mm, and he was into that. Um, So I really loved doing that segment with him because he was really into it. And that was interesting because, you know, I've been to Italy, and and you see, you know, you've eaten pizza, pasta, and all that stuff over there. And to see, like, a chef from Italy um, make, like, fresh mozzarella... Uh, by the way, it's mozzarella. They're going to yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, mozzarella. Yeah, yeah. They're like, it's not mozzarella, Michelle. Yeah, that's a lot um, of words. Yeah. I'm not
1: doing that. Right, right.
2: <laughs> but it, it's so interesting to see the process being done up close. Um, so I enjoy that aspect of it, too, because I've traveled over, eaten different things, and it's been really cool. Another quick story is I yeah. recently did Hot Pot. I don't know if do you, know, you guys know what Hot Pot I is. Am,
0: I feel like I've heard of I it. Like I, I'm just yeah. not. To me. So yeah, hot yeah, pot that. is
2: a Chinese uh, cuisine okay. where you have um, little stoves. No, you oh, have okay. two big like stoves in front of you. Not mm. stoves. It's like a like an oven. No, it's not even an oven. It's like, it's like a a warmer, like a hot pot warmer. 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 Yeah, okay. kind of okay. like a crock pot, but in front of you.
1: Ah.
2: Um, okay. So it's in front of the table, like in front. Like each person has one. Mm. And this is this is. So what you do is you put broth that you want like different kinds, some like it spicy, some like it garlicky. And then you, they bring in meats and vegetables, and you dump them all in. So I, I did like hot already. pot. It's great. It's delicious. Sounds Sounds fantastic. Fantastic. We need to go. I'm,
0: so um, go. <laughs> I'm really hungry. Hot potting
2: with Stefan Marbury was awesome.
0: With, yes, wow. with wow. Starberry? Yes, with Starberry.
2: And you know what? He schooled me. He was like, "What are you doing?" Like, because he spent nine years he in, was in China, t- in China obviously, and he's yep. finally back now. He just came out of uh, re- no, he didn't come out of retirement; he retired. Tired. And he's back now in the states, and he called it quits. And um, mm. it was really interesting to hear his story because huh. you know he's obviously a Brooklyn kid yep, and yep. played in the NBA what didn't reach the expectations in the NBA uh,
0: disappointing time with the Knicks
2: disappointing time Michelle's with the Knicks at me like Dex, you know about this. <laughs> <laughs> so Dex, um, you know. <laughs> I'm looking at you you know <laughs> um, but then went to China and just reinvented himself and really wow. fell
0: in love with the culture there too yeah. really fell in love a statue out there he has, yeah he does. they have a yeah. statue
2: of him yeah. Yeah. can you believe that that's for, for insane. playing with the
0: Beijing Ducks I believe yes, or, yes, um, yes yeah so yeah crazy
2: and won a couple of championships with them and, and now he's involved with a lot of stuff you know in China. But hot pot's one of his favorite foods. So we, we went and cooked hot pot and he's like teaching me, he's like, there are toppings, there's this, they're that. So it was just really cool to see, you know, um, you know I'm Chinese, so I'm mm. thinking I know what I'm doing. But I've never lived in China for nine years, right? <laughs> so for him to tell me, it was it was really a great great cooking segment I did with him. That's dope, cool. I like right. that. Yeah. Good.
1: So so last week we recently talked. Was it even last week? Yeah, it was the end of last week. We talked about um, the struggles of eating healthy while in the media room. Uh. Uh. <laughs> that was our last. Our last episode we talked about judging that. by your reaction. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to get your thoughts on that because like. Um, so last week for example I was at the A C tournament A C C tournament. Uh I'm mostly a healthy eater. Try to be. Uh the food was great. However, uh on the very last day, they had a spread of like mac and cheese, uh buttermilk, like Ooh. fried chicken. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fried chicken tenders that were also buttery. It's a and, lot of fried food. And like green bean, right. but it was slathered in like oil, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like and then they had desserts also and things like that, a lot of candy. So I just want to get your thoughts on uh, just just like health, like the struggles of eating healthy oh, yeah. uh, while working in the media. Because I feel like that's something that people don't really realize.
2: It's a struggle, but I also think it's um, part of life. Well, let me just say, and, and you two can <laughs> chime in here. Sure. Why is it that us journalists, like the media, love free food? why I think it's because we don't get paid enough
0: <laughs> that's true that's true I think that's one I think that's part of it right I think the other part of it is that no why? that's it that's it that, no no I think there's another part of it I think the other part of it is, and you can, we can think about this you can say this too how many times are we working long hours yeah. where we're somewhere we have these gaps where, oh, it's hard where we eat. can't get in yes. between to get something to eat yeah. so when okay. you have those opportunities to do it you do it. Now, there's some people, I'm not going to call any names, and you guys probably know who I'm talking about. There's some people in the media oh, who, I know who show exactly. up at events <laughs> just for free food. Oh, those
2: I, pe- I don't know why that those people are not banned.
0: Um, I don't even understand <laughs> how they food. still have credentials anymore. Right. There are people who show up just for oh, the food. Oh, I know. They do zero reporting. I've seen and them. And they walk out with plates like they're leaving a barbecue. No, they'll have a goodie bag. <laughs> a like, goodie bag, They'll yes, bring, they'll I bring I it home. <laughs> they they, they bring home, the yeah. Food.
2: They bring home a goodie bag. They're like, oh yeah, I need to get this. See, they're they're
0: making us look bad because they're taking it to a whole. Oh yeah, level
2: they're taking it a whole new level. A whole a whole level, level. level Although level. I will say right. this: there's one thing I'll never eat. I never touch any food at the garden.
1: Ooh. Ooh. What did I say last week? Ooh. Ooh. What did we I say were last talking week? talking about because, like, and, and Michelle, and
0: please say why.
1: Because hold on, before that, because I went to the Big East tournament uh, last week. Before I went to the AC tournament, and I was like. I'm gonna eat at the ACC tournament. instead. Because, right? Like, I, just, <laughs> I mean, because I looked and the, you know, you know how it is—the yeah. wraps, the, the mashed potatoes, and the, the Philly cheese steak. And look, a lot of friends that work <laughs> at the Garden love you guys. I can't eat yeah. there. The Garden food.
2: The Garden um, food could explode or hurt you in your <laughs> face. Like it's either or. Like that. Oh. Y- you go there. You you look at a cookie. And you're like, oh, yeah, it's a cookie. It's a chocolate chip cookie. I want to eat it. And you touch it, and you're like, wow, I could hurt myself.
0: It's yeah, so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how, can you, how can you be the world's most famous arena and have the world's crappiest probably food. crappiest media food? Yeah. Hey man, and
2: I'll then be, years ago, when I first started the business, this. I know what they are, they served this we'll chicken parm. That was so disgusting that to this day I'm like, where did that come I'm from? I'm glad I was
0: not there that
1: day.
2: Um, so sorry <laughs> to rag on garden food, but that's one that will be my healthiest day because I will go there and not eat anything. You I have to prepare before you go to, to the garden. There's a the garden. there's
1: a spot like right around the garden Oh I think it's right across from Modell's. It's kind of like a deli-ish place. Yeah, yeah. Where you can go get, like... Something, yeah. There's, like, a lot of... There's, like, hot foods and salads. Yeah. yeah I know yeah. what you're like, can, about. Yeah. It's, like, Bring one it of those weigh and pay things. Yeah. Yes. That's where I go. See? Usually. It's smart. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. smart.
2: But I will say, like, when you go to the Barclay Center and you go to Brooklyn, and I've seen you um, there. We've yes. chatted while you yeah. see yeah. me stuffing my face. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, they'll have... Brooklyn net cupcake Nets cupcakes or um, yeah. the black and white cookies. I'll eat just the sweets for dinner. Yeah. Like it will be my dinner. I'll have like four cookies. And they
1: look good and presentable. Yeah. You actually want to yes. touch them. Yeah. 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 Last night at the Nets the, Raptors the, game they had uh, they had Mexican food. Yeah. I, I was good with
0: that. The, the Nets the, that. the Nets and yeah. the Barclays Center do a pretty good job. They do. With 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 media food.
1: They
2: definitely do. Yeah. I, I give them an A.
1: All right, we give them an A. Yes. A. B plus because of the fried chicken one time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving them, I'm going no, I, to the shop giving you know them an A. It's not even the fact that they had fried chicken. Is that why is that my only option? Right. That's okay. what annoyed me about yeah. and it. And there could be more diverse, healthier options. There yeah. could be. Just put fried chicken and then next to it, put grilled chicken. Yeah, but those people that choose. are
2: making it are saying, you know what? It's free food. You're not going to turn it down.
1: And most times, most times you don't. You yeah, you can make they? that face, but you don't.
2: Yeah. You Michelle most is Well
1: here's the did thing you eat? Did you eat Huh Did you eat that food When the fried chicken yeah. was there mm. Yeah you did One time I did The other time I didn't but, but they got you once But you know what it is though <laughs> It's not free though Because you have to pay $10 anyway I don't know if I'm giving A little too much no, That's true you, you, have pay, that. you have to pay have to pay $10 For the Oh anyway And I was pressed on time right. so some, As we just talked about Sometimes in the media When you gotta that. eat You gotta that eat true And so I just did it And I didn't work out that day So I was like right, Whatever I'll just right. do it I'll, I'll live Yeah. It was one true. of those But there, you know it's it's ten dollars and I'm not getting reimbursed. So if I want to get something else, I'm gonna get something else. No, we, fair yeah, point.
0: Gonna move off the food for a second. I'm we'll gonna come back to journalism. Good. Um, I'm starving. You spoke. Well, all of us. All, all of us here. We're all parents, we're all uh, kids of, of immigrants um, in, in this country. And you got into journalism. And what was your experience getting into the field? Just being an Asian American woman, because
1: all of us being minorities. That's the first time that's happened. And it was you before me, and I'm the one that moves my hands and a lot are when the I talk. One with a hand. <laughs>
0: well, getting into getting to feel just as an you know Asian American woman or as a minority where maybe we haven't seen a lot of people like us in certain places. What was experience like for you moving up through the world of journalism? You know
2: what? I thought it was tough. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I thought it, it was tough because it began with my parents who were tough. My parents, like I said Were our, they supportive of this all no, the time? Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. My parents were not supportive. Really? Um, in the very beginning. They were like, What are you doing? What do you mean you want to be on television? Like, what is that what is that even Just, what, is, what? That, wait, but what for, is that? For
1: background purposes, so what did they what did they do?
2: So my both my parents are retired now, but my mom um worked in finance and okay. my my father worked in the food um industry. Okay, ah. so I could
1: kind of see where they were like, Wait, what are you
2: talking yeah. about? Yeah, well, <laughs> first of all, if you're a Chinese child, mm-hmm. you are automatically uh uh, you know, expected to be a doctor or a lawyer. Mm-hmm. If you don't, anything of that is, is a disappointment. It's a shame, a shame.
0: <laughs> in, in, in West Indian households, it's kind of that, that thing too. It's like if you're not either going to those professions or you're not, I don't even know, Journalism was not yeah. thought of very right. highly no, yeah. not at all. Um,
1: and for Puerto Ricans it's baseball players. Right. right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and
0: boxers. Right, right. So, so, right. so I can relate to that being Caribbean America, I relate to that experience as well. Too. Yeah,
2: no. Yeah. So I, I told them, you know, one day that this is what I wanted to do and they were like, Well, why don't you minor in business in school in college? Hmm. And I and you know, I try gave it a try for one semester. I took like accounting okay. and like my and I hated it.
0: <laughs> like no I
2: was like, This is not happening. Happening, um, And then, they, I mean, they weren't really supportive in the beginning. I mean, when I was watching The Price is Right and Days of Our Lives at Home and <laughs> making, you know, $10 an hour, um, hanging out with my grandmother, they were like, what are you doing with your life? When are you going to get a real job? Um,
1: and that hurts. When parents and parents this, say that? But was this during the internship run?
2: No, this oh. was right after school college. college. Oh, okay.
1: When it's your
0: right parents after... say that, it hurts.
2: You're oh, like, yeah, it you're hurts. Like,
0: you're like, man, I'm a failure.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you do feel that feel way feel, yeah. um, when someone says that. So I feel like when you're put in that position, I think there's two kinds of people. There's the kind that you're going to use that as motivation mm-hmm. to fight through. And then there's those that just give up, right? I, I refuse to go that route. Um, my my friends call me a little bit of a Bronx hater. Like I apparently have a lot of hate in me. They say,
1: because. I hate the
2: Bronx. No, no, no. no. I represent the Bronx, represent okay. the Bronx <laughs> all, all but that. I'm like a hater because I just I need to fight and hustle and do everything in life like to get what I want, uh, right? Uh, and I think simple. what I I love about the city kids about us. Yeah, Is mm-hmm. that I don't care what borough you're from. We all have that in yeah, us. Yes. And absolutely. I have friends that are from, you know, Brooklyn, Bronx, Staten Island, Queens, mm-hmm. whatever have you. We all have this fighting spirit in us that you know, you know what, I'm gonna get there.
1: Especially if you're a minority.
2: Yes. Yes. Especially absolutely. If you're a absolutely. Because Do you, feel you know,
0: you had to have that spirit more just be being a minority in this. And industry? a woman. And a woman. Yeah. And a woman. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
2: So like, I fought hard, um, you know, to to try to, you know get to where I want to be, and and I'm very thankful for, you know, how things turned out, Um, but it was difficult, because when your parents don't support you Mm. in the beginning, what you want to do, um, that's really difficult, and you are trying to, you know, do everything on your own, Mm -hmm. and um, when I look back, I'm really, you know, kind of proud of how I did it. But, you know, it was a little bit of a lonely road sometimes, right? Because no one was really, you know, by your side. And I'm an only child, so it's not like I had a sibling, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, to talk to. Um, I have a cousin who um, I'm very close with. She's an only child. She and I actually, I don't know if you know this, she and I co-wrote two fiction novels, like, in two thousand seven and two thousand nine, I actually
1: oh. did read about this. Yeah, <laughs> When, I've I've been, was doing, when, been, when I was doing my research. <laughs> author,
0: author, Michelle has been hiding this. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did not know. About this. I, um, I didn't know about this. That's great. Yeah, so
2: we we you know that was another thing that you are know. are these these are
0: children's novels. No, no, they're
2: they're like uh, well, they call it chicklet, like women's books, like ah, you know. We so Chiclet. our first book was called China Dolls. And um, it's kind of, think Joy Luck Club meets Sex in the City. So it's about Asian women who um, lived in Manhattan, They three women who had- uh, I'm buying this. It's on Amazon.
0: Going to get it on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got my support sister, I'm gonna yes, go buy this. Yes. Okay. So this um
2: so yeah, so we wrote that and then we wrote uh, a, a sequel. And so it was really cool. So we I've gotten to do a lot of things that, you know, my my parents my family never thought i would be able to do right. and, and it's, it's it's really cool and and i encourage people to keep fighting for what you want to do and believing in what you want to do because someone told me this once when i was in school for those people who are in journalism mm-hmm. if they want to be from point a to point you know b they want to get there uh, in between point A and point B, there's going to be a lot of people that will filter out because they don't have the drive, they don't have the motivation mm-hmm. to do it. And you know, if, if you do have the drive and you do have the motivation, it's all about yourself, you're going to get to point B. And I, that stuck with me because I always said, I'm not really competing against other people you think you are, but you're really competing with yourself and your drive and your ambition wanting to get to where you want to be.
0: That's mm-hmm. dope And I feel like I'm I a like church Amen dope. real I love I love how you said About competing by yourself You're driving a bitch And I always yeah. feel that That's just Man that's We gotta go to We gotta <laughs> end <laughs> on that Like hallelujah. sometimes Hallelujah let's go to Frank. Hallelujah sometimes We gotta Should end I on that Should I drop the mic Yeah, drop the mic. There we go. We got to drop the mic on that. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk a little more journalism with with Michelle. We're going to ask her about uh, some stuff in the NBA if she's still rooting for her horrible Bulls, Uh, how she feels about the Knicks, her love of tennis. She's a
1: huge tennis fan. We'll talk about all that when we come back on a Hard to Tell podcast. Sports Guru is the place where fans talk about sports via video. All videos are 60 seconds or shorter. Sports Guru makes the video look more professional and fun by adding automated on-screen graphics. You can follow your favorite sports by team, trending, new, or by people you follow, and more. Type in the title of your video and it will automagically, that's right, auto magically go into your on-screen graphics. It's just that simple. Tag your teams and publish sports. Let's talk sports.
0: It ain't hard to tell where to get the latest merchandise from Backpack Broadcasting. Gear is now available via Public. Visit the Backpack Broadcasting Public online store to get shirts, hoodies, mugs, and phone cases. Represent your favorite Backpack Broadcasting shows, including the Sports Walk, Sideline Stories, and of course, the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Check out the special offers for our podcast listeners at http colon backslash backslash p.hub backslash l-i-c backslash backpack get in the game with your official backpack broadcasting here today all right welcome back to the ain't hard to tell podcast episode 23 our guest we're having a great time with her michelle you yes. the great michelle U of sny yes. representing the bronx
2: yeah i am Always,
0: <laughs> not, not, yeah, not a, not a very, Bronx hater. They didn't sound very not inspired, <laughs> like Deezus and will throw it up. I'm just kind of like, yeah, you, know. do you Have Deezus and Mero reached out to get you on yet? No. They need
1: to. Do they know you're from the Bronx though? They may not know. I
2: mean, I would hope so. They,
0: they need, their research needs to get. they need to have you on. Okay. Yo, Vice. I, I See, I'm, I'm putting a plug in Thank for you, you. To,
2: thank to, you, that would be great.
1: give yeah, Michelle on. We both like Deezus and we like what Deezus, so
0: we think is good. Gonna get into some NBA stuff with you. You are uh, still, you still root for the Bulls? Or, know, or are you just a Jordan fan? Are you saying that like, yo, you still root
1: for the Bulls? No, because you know how there was some, you know how there were some
0: like fake Bulls fans who were just about Jordan. If you are one, no judgment. Really? <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> fake? No.
2: He's calling me a fake Bulls, Bulls fan. I'm just saying, I'm
0: just saying, I, I knew some people like that growing up. Those I know you're Bulls fan. Like
2: no, I, you, no, this is.
0: She's going to say, no, she's not a Bulls fan.
2: No. This is what I'm going to clarify. Okay. I watch the Bulls. I watch the Bulls, but I'm not as... Um, I'm not as committed it's as emotionally I was invested before. I'm not invest. emotionally yeah. invested. That's fair. But you know fair. why I'm not emotionally invested? Because I do this now for a and living. That's what I was gonna and say. It it's probably it. not It changes, changes it. everything. Yeah. Exactly. Like, okay, I grew that's up a Yankee fan, right? Yep. From the Bronx, grew up a Yankee fan. I will never forget the day I cut school. Felt real cool, because I went to go to a Yankee parade. Yeah. Thought I was real cool. Andy <laughs> Pettit was my favorite player um, ah, growing okay. up. Um, and I, like, where, I lost my train of thought. Um, Oh, so now that I'm in the business, yep. I feel like I don't care as much because I just want to be able to like go home and finish my work. Like for example, yeah. we're hosting you know sports night. Okay. Yankees are playing. You know I don't Red know. That's when it's a four and a half. When it's game. a four and a half. I've perfect there example. Well. <laughs> um, and or they're on the west coast. Oh yeah. You know they're they're playing a game out west, and you know you're you're hoping that they're done so you could go home because <laughs> it's one o'clock in the morning and they're still playing. You don't care if they win anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: get, like, people people don't understand that. And, and um, I could imagine you guys, because I'm, you know, in my first few years, let's yeah. say, and that's already happened. Like, right.
0: The, the older you get, the
1: more you're just yes. like, man, I want to oh, go yeah. home. Oh yeah, I've already given up. Like whatever. So that's why I'm not as at.
0: emotionally invested. And,
1: and, and I've never. Been that's a, fair. Yeah, and I've never been a net fan. And people from like you know the Nets daily fan community, they're like, oh, what do you mean like you don't root for? No. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. I just cover the Nets. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that
0: my fandom of my fandom in sports, like I'm still a Knicks fan, but I just I'm nowhere near as emotionally invested. Of course. I don't get as high and low. With the team as I used to. Yeah. Matt, like Matt the, like do you have any comments this year, about this? Is he
1: comments. lying? Is he lying? What? You think oh. <laughs> about the Knicks? Yes. Because I've seen. You think, you, think I'm lying You about still, the still have some emotional. You have a lot of emotional connections with the Knicks. <laughs> I
0: don't know about that. <laughs> you, you do. I, don't, I don't know about you that. I, I look. I just hope want them to do well, of course. But if you know, if you knew me. As a young, much younger. A young, a young Dex. Dex. A young Dex. With the earring. It would ruin his week. His year would be ruined by the way right. the Knicks are going now. Now, as, as I've worked at it in now, I'm just kind of like, it sucks. Again. Right. right. <laughs> like, maybe I'm just used to the pain. Maybe it's just like right. that. And that's kind of what it is. You're just young, numb to it, young um,
1: to it.
2: <laughs> no, but that's the yeah. thing. I feel like the more immersed you are in the industry, you. it's not like you're not a sports fan. You just care more about your own personal um, yeah, agenda. Yeah, you agenda know
0: self- well. Does, does it help
1: district. does it help Matt, let me bring you back in here. Does it help if your team is nowhere near the location you work in? Because Like, we're in New York, and typically we grew up rooting for New York teams, whatever. Except for... You were a Bulls fan. Right. Matt here is a Utah Jazz fan. Take note. Utah Jazz. Like,
2: we're talking about (laughs) Carl Malone time, like, back then. No, we're talking
1: about a lot of right (laughs) now. No, like,
2: like, why did you become a Utah Jazz fan? That's what I'm trying to, like... Did you like Stockton and Malone back in the day? Like, that...
1: I caught John Stockton's later career, and then I watched a 97 series on ESPN Classic when that was still a channel and then it just stuck. I miss the Eastman Classic. So do I. Yeah, that was good. And so he's a jazz fan.
0: He's like the only one in New York but he's a yes. So he calls one. himself the number one. I'm sure somebody else. I don't think I've met a jazz. See, I've never. I, I said the same, same
1: thing. We've that's had we really we've funny. had a Jacksonville Jaguars fan up here oh. who's yeah, from, yeah, as a guest. Yeah, she uh, does reporting in Connecticut. That's she works so in funny. Connecticut, nope. and she's a Jaguars fan. Oh, that's. And so she weird. would not shut up during their AFC Championship run. Oh, but I applauded her for that. That's so funny. So so maybe it doesn't kill it as much if the if however you got involved with that team, they're away from like in New York, you know. I always say we're a city of riders, bleep riders. We're not going to use right. that other word, right? But there are a lot of uh, Laker fans and Cowboy yes, fans and yes. Celtic fans. Now there
2: are Warriors fans, uh-huh. Cavs you know what fans, I mean. uh-huh. you know all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: maybe that helps.
2: Well, okay. So w- with basketball and the yes. sports that we do, yes. that I'm not as emotionally invested, but. Tennis. Guess what
0: you're That's what you are gonna get. I getting, mean getting, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: I, right. I am very emotionally invested in tennis. And okay. you're
0: all, you're, <laughs> if, 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 for, for those of you who don't know, uh, Michelle always is covering the US Open every year for for S You were almost every I've seen every, you there yeah, every yeah. year. I've, I've seen you there. Hmm. Um, you I know you love the sport, you play so you're not just somebody who's just like, the thing. Right. you actually play too. Um, what do you think about the state of tennis right now on the men's side and the women's side? What What do you think about where the game is right now?
2: Um, I think it's fantastic. I, I think Roger Federer and, and Rafael Nadal are really still kicking it, you know, at their age. And I think it's amazing, and especially Federer, he's he's still ripping up the tour. Um, yep. And he's in his, like, late 30s. And Serena, too. I mean, and, and Venus. Yep. They're all in their 30s, and I think they're just saying, like, tennis is not about how old you are anymore. It's about your passion for it. Mm -hmm. And I was watching um, Indian Wells, that tournament's going on right now. And uh, I was listening to one of the commentators and and they, they illustrated that they were like, you have like all these tennis players in their thirties now, which was really unseen like years ago, but it's because of their passion for the game that they've stayed and, in the t- and being in the top. In the top right? for that long. And, and, and that's the thing. Like, to be at a professional level, to be at the top, there's some sort of dedication and passion that you always have to have, right? And I think that people like Serena, people like Federer, people like Nadal, they still continue to have that. I mean, Venus, I Williams, I heard her say the other day, she's like, I can play until, like, I'm 50, but as long as I love it, like, this is great. Yeah. And I would love to see Venus play till she's 50. I mean I that would be that. that would be amazing. So um, I, I'm really happy with the state of, of tennis right now. I know it's sad because obviously they're not going to be here forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't seen a young wave yet that, that I really love that I, I
1: feel. I, I'm not a tennis expert at all. But I thought that one was kind of coming in the 2016 U.S. Open, probably because I was just there yeah. like, doing production or whatever. But I remember that was when I was hearing a lot about like Madison Keys yep, yep. Uh, and then Sloane Stevens yep. after yep. that. Uh, Naomi Osaka, yep. who yep. had a good run in that tournament. Yep. Look, at, me Look at you dropping Look <laughs> <those> at <laughs> you dropping names. You sound like an expert. Do you work for the
2: WTA? And I don't know
1: about it. <laughs> He's like, I'll take a job there. I you know? mean, uh, call me. But yeah. it was a call. Um Yeah, so I remember that kind of happening. But Monica Puig, and she won yep. the gold medal there. Yep. And I'm Puerto Rican, so I yeah, know about that. Yeah, of course. So uh, I don't know. Is the young wave kind of coming? Well, I
2: feel the young wave, there are some very talented players out there. I yep. just think that none of them right now has shown the... Passion and dedication that Serena and Venus have. Mm.
0: That's a good point. I haven't seen that. to So you, you, when Serena came onto the scene and Venus came on, you saw that and you and kind of I don't say knew, but you saw that they could dominate. Yeah. Uh, if if you really saw that, Serena obviously has dominated the game. Oh,
2: Serena! She has like like me. She has yeah. hated her. Like she wants to oh, she like wants to she wants to kill you. Oh, and I
0: love that about yes, her. Yes, I, I love that. All, about. I love Absolutely. that in all my athletes. Yeah. Which is why, as much as I I boo you for. Rooting for the Bulls and Michael Jordan—it's what Michael. Oh, Michael Jordan, Jordan had. was a hater too. Hey, and, Scottie Pippen <laughs> too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but Jordan had that—that that I have to respect as an athlete. As much as I hated rooting against Kobe him, I know too. Kobe. I'm a huge Kobe, Kobe
2: fan. I like Kobe. Yeah.
0: So those are the players I kind of like. I want to talk to you about Serena because I'm—I'm a huge Serena fan. I think Serena is one of the greatest athletes of this generation, of course. regardless of gender. Um, do you think she gets the respect that she deserves mm-hmm. as one of those great athletes of this generation? Or does she not because she's a woman that people? I think she sometimes gets forgotten. How do you feel about that? Um,
2: I I actually think she gets a lot of respect. I mean, I feel now she's the all-time winningest uh, Grand Slam yep. uh, women's winner, and I feel that um, people do respect her more now with the videos that have come out. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just realizing what she's done. I almost feel like maybe they don't realize just exactly how much she's done until you really look back at her career yeah. and she's been playing for like 20 years and she's won like everything five times you know <laughs> and how hard it is just to win one major title it's you know hard. and yeah. then and then here she is just you know winning 20 plus you know it's 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 amazing so i do feel she's in that conversation you know with the greatest uh, athletes of all time. I think she's the greatest definitely female athlete of all time. There's no question, you know, with that. And now I really admire her after having a baby, wanting to come back and trying to show people that, you know, you can still succeed after, you know, having a child and all that. So um, I enjoy this new side of Serena because I felt like when she was younger, she had a very fiery side too. I mean, you remember the – her yelling at the, the lines judge, and, you know, she mm-hmm. had a fiery side to her, but I feel like now motherhood may have kind of mellowed her out, and I feel she, and I think she had a health scare, like, while, while, during, while the pregnancy. She, during the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So I think she's really realized, like, you know, what are truly the important things um, that I love, and I think she loves tennis, mm-hmm. and she wants to come back and, and prove that, you know, that she can still play and, and be dedicated to game and play at the best level.
0: Do you think she still comes back and, and plays at a high level?
2: I do I think um I think she wants to, and I think this goes back to what I talked about before. It's about your own personal drive mm. i I think Serena, I don't know her personally, but I watching her throughout the years, I feel she wants to prove to people like I can come back win a major after having a child, and I think she'll do it. I do. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, you know absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> like and right now the women's game is still not like. You know, there's not a big gap. You know, like right. everyone, it's a free-for-all. Anyone can win. Can Anybody
0: can win on any, any given day. Yeah. But I also right. don't feel like there's anybody that even, you know, now it's Serena, I'm like, oh, if they step in against yeah. her, that I'm like, oh, they could definitively right. beat her.
2: Here's one thing. Never yeah. count Serena Williams out.
0: Yeah. There
1: did go. she? Did, did, she w- did didn't she win the tournament? But like while she was like a few months pregnant,
2: she won the Australian Open while yeah, she was yeah, yeah. pregnant. That's what yeah. it was. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. She always That's says, "Me and my daughter won the Australian oh, Open oh, together." I like that. So
1: her daughter and has they get, is a major. Yeah.
2: Her
1: daughter. Our daughter is a major. Her daughter's got a major. Yeah. yeah. No, we need we need another tennis video game. I think that's that's what I need personally so then I can There's like, one really in the works
0: I actually read about one uh, oh, coming tell, up a tennis team that's coming up I forgot the name of it I think it's ATP Tour or something that's going to oh, be made It's famous. not like the no, Top Spin true. thing No, it's Top Spin that. is dead okay. It's just new a new company is doing it What company? It's, I forgot It's in the early stages of Cause that matters. I just read this like two if months it's ago T-
1: if it, Not THQ because I think they're done too But, it, THQ,
0: cause done too. but, but we've needed one because I used to love playing tennis If it's 2K or EA Sports I did, I did I played tennis what
1: That's what I want because that's the same way I got into soccer more Got FIFA one, then started watching soccer.
0: So you're very, you're very excited about. Um where, where tennis is, and that's good because so you're going to be at the U.S. Open this year, of course.
2: Of course, I'd love to be at. The have you US been Open. to any
0: of the other other majors? I
2: have. I've been to the mm. French Open. Um, loved it. It was fantastic. I got to see uh, Rafael Nadal, who's one of my favorite players. Yes, to play, that I knew um, on clay. You know, at the French, where he does he wonderful, does amazing work um, every yes. year. Um, and I have been to the grounds of Wimbledon, but not at but the, not tournament. And the tournament. Mm. Um, so when I went to London. This is where my like fanatic sports fan is, you know, comes out. Like I will go to sites of tournaments that are, you know, around, you know, they don't, the tournament's not going on, but I will go to those sites just to see like, oh, this is what I see on TV. TV. This is where I play. Mm. Um, But the ultimate best story that I ever had was um, for my honeymoon, I, the high, one of the highlights was getting to play at the Montlake, not the tournament, but at the country club.
1: Oh, okay. And
2: growing up watching it every year, I'm like, oh wow, this looks like magical paradise. And, got to play. and I got to play there on center court with my husband. It was who, so who wonderful. Who won?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But, you know, <laughs> no, <laughs> none of us
2: won because we kept like looking up and like, just was, like this is amazing. Like, wow. Wow, wow. Yeah,
0: sorry. we're <laughs> like, wow.
2: <laughs> We had a photo shoot for ourselves. Like, we took pictures, I took pictures, we took selfies. I mean, we wasted. It was more about capturing
0: <laughs> the moment that you were there. Yes. Because you're like, we're not going to waste this time. It's still That's on my crazy. screensaver. That's
2: so crazy. I, like, love it. You know, it, yeah. it's fantastic. That so is tennis, is, yeah. tennis is very big to me.
1: And more importantly, you did that for you guys as opposed to doing it for social media. Yes. Like absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Me. As, we, as you bring it back to yes, you. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. I, of go course. Full Before, I remember, like, um, when I was at the U.S. Open, what were, what were the. Uh, um, the courts that they were like knocking down
2: oh louis armstrong yeah oh, and the uh, grandstand, the grandstand. Is and comes
1: yeah down, i got places. tours of those like right before like yeah. Yeah. i think it was the next to last day at the tournament like a bunch of us that were working behind the scenes so the, the new grandstand we will be there that. next year yes. right it's yeah. coming yeah. this year um this this season. so yeah yeah i just sure i just see. remember being there like before not like i don't know that it. much about yeah. tennis but i was like this is pretty cool no it's because you got to go around nobody was sitting there like we were just like It was crazy. he's like, yeah, they're going to knock it down in a couple weeks. I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. No,
2: for sure. Um, And when Federer and Nadal won uh, during – when they won the U.S. Open, it was like – the only time, like, I would—I mean, I've interviewed a ton of athletes. Like, I felt like, oh my god, this is so cool. Like, I felt like, you know, I felt like a little fan. Like, I can't believe I'm on center court with right. them. Right, and know? I'm
0: sure that was that was amazing. I got to work and be a court announcer for the U.S. Open two U.S. Opens ago. 2016, 2016, 2016 Long, the same so, year. We the, used
1: to watch you when we were trying to log the clips or whatever. Yeah, like, oh, Dexter interviewed right. and that Dale was, Mofi. That was cool. <laughs> Look at you dropping those names. Yeah, cool. I it right. Yeah, yes. you pronounced
0: it right. That was great to interview some of the people i got to yeah i know that was kind of crazy although he would kick my ass and tell us (laughs) real bad like it wouldn't even be close it wouldn't be close at all before we let you go because you're a bronx girl uh you're from where hip-hop started so we got to ask you about some hip-hop we got into an interesting conversation before we started the podcast and found out michelle recently revisited one of her favorite albums favorite hip-hop albums which is 50 get rich and And die trying and
1: she's just 50 not 50
0: like a true new yorker (laughs) like a true new yorker like a true new yorker um
2: love 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 that album
0: why do you love that
1: album so much i
2: love that album i love all the songs 21 questions is my favorite because i feel like i always have 21 questions about do you do
1: do you kick your husband's ass in tennis while listening to back down no
2: he's very good he's he actually played in college too so he's actually Ah, much better than me so so
1: so so it's competitive
2: not really because he's much better <laughs> than me. Like he's much better. He like, you know, allows me to once in a while like beat him, but That's that's a good
1: job
0: by him. It's a good, hu- it's good he's work. a
2: good hu- he's a wonderful husband. There we because go. That's, that's what he there you go. He should be doing. Um, but I love that album because um, I love listening to it while I work out. So there the are a track, lot of times when I'm working out and you know you have a hard day at work or you're thinking about what your next step should be in life, or mm-hmm. you know what should be your next goal in life? Um, I'm working out. I'm listening to that album, and, and you know, I'm just I'm, g- I'm gonna get rich or die trying. <laughs> there, there we you go.
1: What, what I other, like it. It's motivational music. Before we get into like really like quickly, uh, other hip hop, um, whatever. What other songs? Oh,
2: they- I like PIMP. Great song. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, <yeah>. um, <laughs> I like patiently waiting. I that's oh, one okay. of my favorites. That's on there. great too. That's a great workout song. I mean, in the club, people who say that—that's like for people who are like, yeah, I like like that's. You know, they're not that's the real. The, yeah, you know, know what I'm See, saying? Say, it's like it's like yeah. yeah, everyone likes in the club. Like you know whatever.
1: Wangsta. Um, high all the time.
2: Yeah, I like high all the time. That's good too. <laughs> <It's a laughs> um, of, you know. What up, gangsta? Is good too. There you go. That song makes me laugh.
1: Which one? What up, gangsta?
0: What a <laughs> yeah. what a <laughs> 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 Michelle if I play this album now I'm going to always think of you Well right. thank you I'm yeah. going to always think of i like, this Michelle episode Michelle really
1: bumps this album hard when she's oh, working out Oh I do, Wait, so, I do. So, so, so what else because we really you know we love Nas, Jay-Z Is there anybody else you like in the uh, pop or listen to? Well, obvi-
2: <laughs> <laughs> well obviously Biggie Hey here we go Obviously Biggie Listen to Jay-Z um, but as I was telling you before, I like this old school. Like,
1: You're old school. Hip-hop. I'm
2: old school hip hop. So like, are
1: we. I mean, I'm, like I have an older brother, so I was put onto a lot of that stuff like yeah. at a really early age. Yeah. Like Black Moon, uh, Lords of the Underground, all that stuff.
2: Yeah, I like that so, like I listened to Ja Rule when I was young, like stuff like that. So
1: all, all, yeah.
0: all, all, all that, Do you listen to anything new at all now?
1: Or just kinda of more new, like
0: an old school listener? I mean,
2: you know, my thing with music is that I'll listen to it and I'll like the song, but I don't know what it is and I always have to shazam it. <laughs> and then I'm okay. like, Oh, this is Snoop. This is Snoop. Like this okay. is what, and I'm like, really? Like so okay. that's how I am. So
1: you're not like us in terms of like oh, we know when a new project yeah. is coming oh, no, out. Oh, no, 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 I'm not like that.
2: Like, <laughs> yeah. I'll hear it on Spotify, or I'll hear it on, like, um, you know, a radio station as I'm driving on a shoot or something. Or, like, one of uh, my photographer friends, like, Bashe, yes, as you know, at, at SNY, okay, yep. like, we will be in the car, and we'll and listen to something, and I'm like, what is this? And he's <laughs> like, oh, well, this is so-and-so's new song. I'm like oh, okay, like, he educates me. Like
0: I, Thank you, Boshay. Thank you, Bashe. Like <laughs> I have people that
2: educate me, you know, on stuff like that. So I'm, I'm really lost when it comes to, like, oh, that's the new album that came out, or Rihanna has this out now. But like, that's why you have
1: Shazam. I will say that's this much, I though. I don't know. Okay, on one hand, first, does your 50-cent appreciation go beyond Get Rich or Die trying, or does it stop there? Do you like The Massacre? Do you like the other stuff that he's put out? I
2: like some of the other stuff, but this is my favorite album. Okay. That's like my favorite album. With most people. Yeah. Now,
1: I bring that up because he actually had a song, I told Dexter about this, that I really like. It was like a single with, I don't know if you pronounce it, Jeremiah or Jeremy? Jeremiah. right, whatever. But it was, uh, it came out late last year. I think it's called, Still think I'm nothing. Okay. It's really good. It's a really good one. I workout. still have listen You to want it. to know what's funny? You
2: know what else <laughs> I do? When Yo, I go you to. suck at getting around <laughs> to things. Like, you, you still I? haven't
1: finished Pinata. You still haven't gotten to that 50 Cent song. Like, what there this, are a lot of things the, What you this still means, guys, is I suck at getting around to things that he wants me to listen to. No, you suck at getting around to things, period. No, no. Because really. I oh, there's, suggest there's them. I, su- now. I suggest them because I know you're going to like them, which you do, and then you just don't finish. So me, means I really don't like them.
2: One more quick music is I actually when I go to like a Giants practice, yes. like when when they or Jets and, practice, and they blare the, music. They the yes. music, so I'm like, you know, standing there watching, like I'm shazamming like every song that comes on. I'm like, I like this, well, yeah. I like this. I'm glad oh, sh- I haven't
0: seen this. Guy. I would have laughed at you.
2: No, it's true. <laughs> like, um, do you guys know the song "You Deserve This"?
1: Uh, um,
0: oh, Michelle's got one that we don't know. Yeah. yeah um, it's,
1: but it's, it might not be a hip hop song, is it? It
0: is. It's, it's well,
1: it's, what kind of hip hop? that's kind of <laughs> uh,
2: pull it up, pull it up. See, see if it comes up. You
1: deserve, you deserve it. I feel it, like I know it. But up. so
0: you, you found out about this song out of practice. Yes.
2: And I was like, I like this song. And so you were
0: vibing to it and you're like, okay. Yeah. Up. You deserve it or you deserve this. this? this. And, you, and, and, and you. you know,
2: what's funny how I always remember this is that Odell Beckham Jr. Yep. Was like, uh, everyone was watching him. He was, and he was dancing to it. Who's
1: armchair Martian.
2: That's not it. Um, Is my phone there? If it, yeah, here it's in my it's in. Oh, Michelle's going to gonna, Michelle's gonna give
0: Michelle's going to give us the, the information about You know, this. I, um, are we allowed to play a snippet, or will we get can
2: flagged? we can we play a snippet? Um, is that?
0: I think we can. I think we'll be okay.
2: Or, like, <laughs> let, I mean, you guys don't even know the song. If I'm not, you could to, just
1: edit it later.
2: Yeah. I'm trying right. to introduce you.
1: Sorry, YouTube.
2: Oh, you see, look what I have here. i have Dr. Dre. These are the things I last listened to. Listen to which it. Dr. Uh, Dre? The
0: um, Chronic. She just It was just an artist
1: it's, uh, I
2: just do shuffle play yeah. And I listen to everything
1: Okay I've got
2: Little Wayne I've so got Nelly. Nelly Oh love Nelly Wait we which Which, which
1: little Wayne Because there's Again <laughs> I, I, I It's just a shuffle Random thing It's just, just a here. shuffle Random thing There's 05 Lil thing. Wayne okay. There's 08 Lil Wayne There's Lil Wayne Like there's different Little Wayne but There's What's the you deserve this song?
2: Here I'm, I'm looking She's I'm, finding it, I'm finding it right now I want, I want to
0: know now Here it is It's
2: future
1: Oh future Okay I'm not a big future fan See I love this song Ooh, right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like that though. Okay, all right. So, I like the so that, that's, that's a good so, moment. So now we know what Michelle is working about <laughs>
0: yeah. to. I'm I'm, it's, it's I'm cool on future.
1: Well. Except except except. He has one song that I like called "March Madness" and it is. March. I do like "March Madness." That's so, a song that I like
0: to work out to. Okay. That's a really. And good he had one song in Grand Theft. Uh, he yeah. had
1: one song that was in Grand Theft Auto five, which was hilarious. Yeah, so that's a good song to work out. Okay. i yeah. wow. so you. We, we, you're, you're and it's authentically
0: March. from the Bronx and you love you love some hip hop too. I do. Yeah.
2: Hip hop motivates me. There do you, you
1: like go. Bronx artists like Fat Joe, Big Pun.
2: I mean Jennifer Lopez, of course. Jennifer Lopez, you know, yeah, of course. But I, I feel like, I I. Look up to those people because they're from the Bronx, and Ooh. you have to kind of, you know, assimilate yourself with those guys because they're successful Bronxites. As Bronxites, as, uh, News 12, the Bronx. When I work for News 12, the Bronx to say. Say. I have to, I have to yeah. say that a lot. Bronxites. Yeah, yeah Bronxites. There, there is no shame in being from the Bronx. Yeah. And and again, I reiterate that you don't have to leave. You can stay in New York and do what you love. It'll happen for you.
0: All right. On that note, that brings us to an end of episode 23. from New York, like the three of us. And all journalists you that's can do right. you can you can do what you love we wanted th- michelle thank you for coming on it was great this was so fun thank you it was you. fun it's i can't, can't wait to see you again it's over um, already
2: I, it felt it's all, like ne- such next, a cinch
0: when we bring you back on because you will come back on when you come back on next time we're gonna have food because this can't be done oh next yeah, time yeah oh i was food. gonna say can we get food yeah. now yeah, yeah. Th- this we need food yeah. now but next time we have to have food <laughs> that's while a good point that's a great deal we could we could do different types how about we do yes we could do a hot pot yes Hot
1: Pot. All right. Hot Pot. We did go on a group outing to um Wohop, which is one of my favorite. favorite, uh, I've never had in these restaurants. I never had it before that. that We'll
2: have to do it. it. Wohop is an institution.
0: Yeah, we need to. We got we gotta catch some food anytime. Anyway, thanks to Michelle. You you can catch her on SNY. You can uh, check out her segment, Athletic Appetites. Um, a lot more good news coming with that So stay tuned Please watch that It's a really good segment If you love food and sports uh, That's it for episode 23 For Brian Fonseca The great Michelle U. I'm Dexter Henry We'll see you next time On the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast
1: The LeBron slash Jordan episode <laughs> What's the worst joke you've heard about you?